Welcome to Framework Leadership, a podcast about principles and ideas that you can use today to take your leadership to the next level. Now a part of the SEU Podcast Network, I'm your host, Kent Engel, president of Southeastern University. Excited to introduce our co-host for today's show, Akeem Robinson, who's been with us before. He serves as the strength and conditioning coach here at Southeastern University. He's also pursuing his PhD in leadership. It's great to have you back on the show again. Thank you for having me back. I'm so excited to be back here again. And it's just been a fun process. Just been a fun process. Well, you uh, you are a gift to Southeastern University and and uh, in what you do and everything that you provide. And anytime we can have a conversation, always uh, look forward to it and, and glean from your great, uh, great skills and experience. And, and in today's episode, we're going to, uh, and I'm excited for our listeners to get some insight on, you know, we're starting a brand new year coming from probably a very difficult year all of us faced uh, and heading into this brand new year. But I want to talk about setting and, and accomplishing goals. But before we uh, get into that, I, I, I again want our listeners to, to hear a short refresher of of all that you do and, and what you get to be involved in. Talk to us again about what you're doing right now here at Southeastern. So right now we're in the spring season and a lot of our teams are back and a lot of our teams are just excited to be back. And so that's great on the athletic front. On top of that, just working with the PhD process and just continuing to learn about leadership. Um, that's such a word that I think even when I was growing up, it, it was you lead or you can't, but it's so much more diverse. It's so much more complex than that. So just diving into that's been awesome. And then on top of that, I got engaged, you know, before the end of last year. And so me and my fiance have wow. just been planning things out. And so there's just been a lot of things moving and going in a direction. So it's been awesome. That's great. Now, not only are you, um, you know, course, training our athletes uh, in, in the physical sense, uh, but you also prepare them to be successful in life. That's what I love about uh, your approach and, and how you lead and guide. Tell us a little bit about your philosophy in this and in the way that you uh, lead our athletes in, in life preparation. Well, obviously. Well, to me, the first thing is we only get so much time with them. And we only get an hour. So in that workout, I want to try to pour into them. I want to try to pour into them because... I don't know how much time we get. So if that's something we can teach you from a nutritional standpoint, something we can teach you from a mental standpoint, something we can teach you from how to make this big spectrum you look at simple, and then you can master that. Because then if you can master that, you can understand you. And then when you go out into the real world, right, you now are able to handle things. You're now able to um, process what happened and now react and now understand what happened and now move in a not just emotional decision but a well thought out and planned decision. Right. No, that's so good and and uh I want to I want to begin our conversation um about goal setting. You know, er, of course every year uh, at the beginning of the year, January is always uh the the time where we have our list of uh you know, what we want to accomplish, our resolutions, our goals that we want to accomplish in the new year, whether it's hitting the gym a few times or yeah. uh, or adding uh, time into our schedule to read, to study. Uh, we all have these goals to accomplish. Some of us are more disciplined than others. Some of us uh, are better at achieving goals than others. But I want us uh, to kind of provide a framework for people who might struggle with this area and and achieving. So I guess the best thing to start, how, how, do, how would you define a goal? What's a goal? 
So that's a great question. And to me, I think a goal is something that you're interested in. So there's a lot of times I think sometimes people look at something and they say, well, that's what you're interested in, so I'm going to take that on. Or that's what I heard is a good thing to have, I'm going to take that on. But I think even simpler than that is you have to have an interest in it. And the way I always think of a goal is like a movie. If you're going to watch a movie, you, you might have heard people talk about the movie, but when you actually sat down to look at the movie, it's because you were interested in it or you had time to do it. And so I look at a goal as something that you have time to do and you have interest in doing. And making it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I saw one of your Instagram posts. You talked about um, problem solving. Mm -hmm. And and you mentioned that problems can't be solved without identifying those mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. problems. Speak to us on that, as especially as it relates to goals, identifying problems. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you have to understand is when it comes to a problem, you need to know what's a trigger to you. I, I can't try to solve a problem if I don't understand what gets me emotional to that problem or what can put me in a bad situation where I might make a decision I didn't want to do. So what's that trigger? For example, if I'm not good at studying because I, I, I study in a place where it's confined, I don't have space, but I'm always there, I'm already putting myself in a trigger. So you have to kind of identify what can throw me off or what gets me um, emotional? So that's the first thing when it comes to saying, if I can identify it, now I can actually work to resolving it right? and then putting myself in a direction to actually reaching my goal. Yeah. Now, now when you talk about, you know, it's, it's the a goal is something you have, you have passion for you. There's, you have time for, we have to create, we have to create, um, we do have to create parameters around mm -hmm. those things there. Uh, and, and this would be, I guess, our system to success, um, if you will. If, if we have a goal, but don't create that roadmap to uh, accomplishing that goal, goal, then, I mean, aren't we kind of guaranteeing that we're going to fail uh, or we're going to be destined to fail if we don't have that uh, in place? So talk to me about what it takes um, to set, I guess the right phrase would be measurable goals. Yes, yes, yes. So when it comes to a goal, having it be measurable is what I think people forget. They have these huge goals and amazing dreams and amazing passions, but they don't have any way to measure it. Mm. And going back to the movie analogy, I think it's when somebody watches the title of a movie and then they leave the theater or they leave the room and they come back in the credits. And it's like, you missed the whole process. So to me, I always look at if I'm going to now see this movie, I have to watch the process go through. So creating measurable goals. So the way, way we teach our athletes is we use a stoplight system. Okay, yeah, I love that. And in the stoplight system, we say, what's your red goal? And so let's take a football athlete. He, say, he says, my red goal is I want to be a starter. And we say, okay, so now your red goal is anything that takes six months to a year. That's your red goal. So that's already back here, but now let's work backwards. Mm. Now let's actually put the process in place. So now what's your yellow goal? Your yellow goal is anything that takes three months to six, six months. months. Okay. So if you said you wanted to be a starter, now you might say, well, I wasn't a starter because flexibility was my issue. Mm. So now in this three to six month window, you have now 
learned how to do stretching. You've probably signed up for a couple yoga classes. You probably looked up some more mobility type work and you're now trying to do those on a more consistent basis in between this three to six month period. And then when you go back even further, because again, you know what's in sight, you know what's in the distance, but we have to take it with this process-like approach. And when you go to a green, a green goal can be done in a day, it can be done in a week, or it can be done from uh, one day to a one month. So now, we, as you can see, we have an entire year mapped yeah. out, mapped it out. Yeah. but we've now have measurable goals. I want to be a starter. My flexibility was an issue. So now, this week, I'm going to try to go to one yoga class. Okay. I'm going to try to spend 10 minutes stretching. And then you build as you go, and then you reevaluate. When you reach the yellow mark, have you been doing those things? Is it a yes or no? Because if it's a no, let's change it up again because we still know what our red is. And I think that's where people get kind of caught up. They don't see progress because I think goal sometimes just says it has to be a result. Mm. But I really think you have to fall in love with the process, process. Yeah, of, that makes sense. Yeah. Of, of the simple, fall in love with the process of the day-to-day to get you to the goal. Yeah. Now, do do uh, how well? I guess my uh, follow up on that is how do how do we fall in love with that process? What 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 are ways that we can make sure that we do? So, in order for you to fall in love with that process, it has to be something within you. Mm. And, and uh, what I tell my fiance and what I even tell the athletes are: there's no way that when I propose to her <laughs> that. I said those words, will, will you marry me? And um, I love you and don't say it anymore until the wedding. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that, that doesn't make any sense. Like every day we have to find a reason. We have to find ways to continue to fall in love with each other. And that's the same thing when it comes to yourself, your well-being. That's the way it comes to your self-talk. That's the way it comes to your job. That's the way it comes to your relationship. You have to find the little things to fall in love with every day. Yeah. It's not, I just, I have to go to work. It's I get to go to work because I get to change a life. I get to go to work because I can talk to another athlete and help them become a better right. person for the future. So you can put different definitions behind it to create yeah. newer personalities, to create newer realities, to create newer possibilities, and it keeps fueling you. Yeah. So that's that's what we try to teach our athletes step outside. Do you of. think um, people uh, misidentify goals or put them in wrong categories, so to speak, in life? They don't understand how the value and the importance and things like that and as it relates to what needs to happen? Well, I think it can be uh, misidentified if you don't even know who you are, yeah. if you don't even know what you're struggling with. So right. I, I go back to what were some of your triggers? You might have a great goal, but if you don't know what a trigger is to you, you might be falling into the same trap sure. and not even aware of it. Or your goal might be amazing, but are you ready for that goal? Have you positioned yourself for that goal? And some people some have really great goals, but it's almost like realistically, that's a 10-year goal. Let's see what our five-year goal looks like. Oh, okay, now this is our five-year goal. Let's use the stoplight system. Let's recreate the years. Let's recreate it to make it more plausible, to make it more realistic. 
and that's what people I think misidentify. They use these huge markers, but they don't go back and see how can they measure it. Even from the smallest thing, a small victory is still a victory. Yeah, right, 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and and you know, as we as we do journey, because it is a journey, it is a, a process. There are going to be moments when we will feel like giving up, or we may fail at it. I mean, I back in um, mid November, I started a new workout routine, new plan, uh, changed up nutrition. Um, you know, and to to you know cut a little bit and. And I was doing everything to a T and being very disciplined and no results. What, you know, so I'm thinking, what is going on? I'm doing everything right. Yep. And then you feel like, ah, you know, you just want to, ah, it's not worth it. And, yep. You know, so what do you, what do you do when, when you start to, you are doing things right. You, you are not seeing the results and you feel like, I don't know, man, can I do this? Yep. And that's such a beautiful thing, what you just said, because that's going to happen to everyone. And I even work on that. And the word I want to give to everybody is you have to give yourself grace. Mm. Grace is such a powerful thing because we're not going to get it right on the first try. You're not going to be great at it or maybe after your first full year, but you have to be willing to give yourself grace. And the way I look at it is I look at it like Jesus, like Jesus is the, I always tell people, Jesus is like the greatest coach Yeah, because there's times where I make a mistake and instead of ripping me, he gives me grace to say, I know that's not what you wanted to do or I know that's not the best athlete you can be, so let's coach you to do that. And so it's kind of giving yourself grace in order to say, okay, I was doing everything right, I had a slip up, can I get back on? Or I was doing everything right, let's not continue to do things wrong. Let's not continue to go in the direction we know it can go. Let's go where we know we want to be. You, you, I've, I've heard you talk about this um, onion-like multi-layer yep. uh, way of achieving goals. Talk, talk a little bit about that. So, yeah. So, excuse me. No, no, that's fine. So, when it comes back to discovering yourself, you have to almost look at yourself like an onion, and you have to be willing to peel the layers back of yourself. Why is this a goal? Is this a goal because it was a, a surface level goal because you saw other people achieve it? You saw other people do it within your family? That's great. But now, can you peel another layer back? And then when you find that layer, can you peel another layer back? Can you peel another layer back? And the reason why you do that is because, to your point before, when you fail, you need something else. So, yeah, strong. Exactly, you need yeah. something else strong enough to pick you back up. You need something else as a fallback to, to use as fuel. Because if you only use one thing and that one thing crumbles, that one thing breaks, then what? Then you almost feel lost and we don't want to feel lost. We want to feel like that's not working anymore. Well, great. I have 10 more behind me. These 10 aren't working. Okay, perfect. I was ready because I had these right behind it. So you have to be peeling all these layers back to know more about you. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you about accountability in the process. Um, how do you set that up to keep you? Because I mean, a lot of times we, we do, you know, we are doing this journey by ourselves 
and you know you need a coach you need you need some kind of so how do we how do we establish that well once you are willing to be vulnerable and look more into you you now have to be realistic with yourself and say, do I need more people? Mm. Do I need a better support group? Do I need a better support system? And sometimes when we say the word goal, we think we have to do it ourselves. If it's my goal and it's my passion, I have to do it. But that's not true. Mm. If it's your goal and it's your passion, the very first thing you can do is tell your friend about it. Yeah. Because now, because you told your friend about it, you've became vulnerable. Yeah. You've opened yourself up to your friend. And so now when they notice you start to fall off, they can hold you accountable. Or now that you've told your friend about it, you can just follow up with your friend of like, hey, remember that goal I told you about a month ago? I'm still on pace. That's you know, They don't always need to follow up with you, but at least now they There's know. A, right. You now have that accountability just to follow up with them and say, I'm still on track just to let you know. Yeah. I'm still doing the little things just to let you know. That's good. I know, uh, and I always, in that accountability, I, I, I always look for people who are where I want to go because I, I know they've been through it and, and they've experienced it. And so I, I, I know personally, I try to, to, to get an accountability person who, who's kind of gone through where I wanna, I wanna become and be. And, and I think those are good ways to, to establish that, I'm sure, in, in, in many ways. I want to um, wanna talk about what I think probably is the most important aspect, uh, and I actually believe that this is the single most important trait that uh, anyone must have to be successful in life, and that is just discipline. Just be disciplined. Talk to us about the role that discipline plays in achieving goals. So when it comes to achieving that goal, again, you have to figure out what have I been doing or what do I need to start doing in order to get on this track? What is it going to take? Because when, it, when you talk about discipline, sometimes there has to be a sacrifice, right. but then there has to be a commitment to something as well to say, I'm willing to do this, so let me put the right people around me. Let me put the right uh, verbiage in me. Let me start to pour these things in me. You make reference to that in your book as well, just about right. these disciplines that we have to have. And it's so true of just telling yourself the little things. You'll be surprised that when it comes to discipline, if you keep it simple, if you keep it simple, you'll achieve a bigger thing. Mm -hmm. So for me, one of my one of my many disciplines is I have to always, I have to always make my bed. I have to always make my bed because that that discipline in itself tells me you're still willing to keep attention to detail. Right. Right. That small detail in myself tells me you're still willing to make sure you wake up with enough time to still have to go to work, still have to prepare yourself, but you're still disciplined in the little things. Yeah. And when you keep it something that simple, you can use it as a lifetime reminder. Like I said, of I still have attention to detail when I go to work because I did this. And so just having a little discipline in something small and you can build on top of that will always help in the long run. So, so give me an example. I'm going to ask yourself. So talk, talk, uh, tell us about a disciplined day in your life. Okay. What's that look like? So a disciplined day in my life. So for me, for example, I fast throughout the day. And when I fast, I have to make sure that my first meal is going to be my most protein-dense meal, um, nutrient 
rich meal. And so for me, there's a lot of good treats all the time that I want to snack on, but I say, I, you can't do that. Mm. Uh, and so like my eating has been really something that I wanted to make my discipline. So for me, it's a, I usually have a set amount of beans, a set amount of protein, a set amount of chicken, and, or I have a juice. So even right now, as we speak, I have a juice and, uh. and I make sure that that's my first. And then from there, I make sure whatever based off my eating, I have to make sure it's not because I just want to. I have to understand that what's going in my body is going to fuel me to be the person I want to be, to have the discipline I need to still have energy at night to write my papers and do right. my things. So that's why I just can't eat whatever I want because it will make me sluggish. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, it's fast till noon. When noon hits, I have to have my first heavy meal of protein from there at three, sometimes five. That's when I'll have my second meal, but that's when my um, juice comes into play and my dinner is usually, um, again, pure veggies. Yeah. So for me, my discipline is how I eat because I have to finish up school. Well, speaking of, of the discipline and, and nutrition, and you, you talk about fasting. I mean, this is just a what? What about someone who wants to do that? You know, um, but they work out their discipline of working out is early in the morning. Mm -hmm. But if you have no food fuel until noon, how how do you do that? I mean, do you have to switch up the way you routine? You change your discipline in that sense, or? Yeah, you have to. So again, you have to start small. And so okay. like for me, I know with my body, I know with my body, my last meal is at seven. Okay. So whatever I eat, my last meal is at seven. And I know for my body, because I've worked on it and I've understood the discipline that I can go until 12 okay. at the most before I'm before I'm no longer the same person and they call it the hangry and I'm upset <laughs> or, or you can tell there's a visible change. Right. But I've worked on that. And my window never used to be that big. It used to be smaller. But that's what I mean by the discipline. So if there's somebody that wants to work out, it's okay to eat. I'm not saying it's not okay. Right. And I'm not saying you have to fast. But if they wanted to, it's understanding when can I have this last meal? How much can I put in this last meal? How long does that usually take me um, before I get into the next meal? So just something with when it comes to eating, you can even work on your disciplines. Your body will literally adjust to you of what you usually put in it. Yeah. And and sometimes you have to, you know, trial, you just have to kind of uh, each day, if if you need to adjust, you adjust. You yeah. Know? And again, you, you make the adjustments. And with that, there is that grace again, that even if you did have something early, you don't beat yourself up. It's, I needed this because this was going to do this. Yeah. I had to do this because this was doing this. And even if it wasn't like that, it's, Okay, this is what happened. This is what it is. Let's move forward and let's go. So good. And this is so good for all of us as we begin this brand new year. We're going to take a quick break and uh, have a word from our sponsor. If you're a driven professional striving to expand your leadership and pack change at any level of your organization, Southeastern University's online master's degree in leadership is definitely for you. This program provides you the opportunity to learn in the context of entrepreneurship, nonprofit leadership, research, or organizational leadership. You can apply today at seu.edu slash apply. That's seu.edu slash apply. 
We're going to close our conversation out. This has been been a great conversation. And, and as we always do, we close out with kind of a fire round. And I'm going to ask you a few quick questions surrounding goals and, and just kind of give me uh, what's your gut response to these. These are going to be very practical and applicable for all of us who are, are listening in t- uh, on this conversation today. First question, what do you say to someone who's stuck in life? Just stuck. You have to find something to find, fall in love with. The more you can fall in love with it, the more you can fall in love with yourself, you'll always find a way out of it. How do you become more self-aware? By being uh, mindful. You have to be mindful in just the simple things that you're here, that you're able to make it through, that you're in the position you are in. So just being mindful of those things. Um, I know a lot of people get trapped in the comparison game. Uh, how, how, what do you say to someone who is trapped in that? There's a reason it's your goals and dreams. And you have to remind yourself that be happy for that person be excited for that person. You can even use that as a, as a uh, blueprint, but you still have your own goal and dream as well. And it was placed there for a reason. So find that passion, fall in love with that passion. Stick with it. One final question. What do you do after you achieve a goal? You have to constantly put more on it, put more into it. Like we said earlier, peeling those layers back. So if you achieved it, what else can you do? Did you really achieve everything you wanted in it? What else can we put behind it? So just looking deeper into it. Well, thank you, Akeem, man. You're always full of uh, great wisdom and insights and and just doing a tremendous job here at Southeastern University. I want to thank you for joining me today on Framework Leadership. I'm thankful for uh, especially your insight on accomplishing goals. Um, for all of our listeners, how they want to continue to follow you, listen to you, how, how can they do that? Well, first and foremost, just thank you so much again for this opportunity and just another great conversation. So thank you for that. And if people want to follow and listen, I'm on Instagram, Mental Max Out. And with the name of Keen Robinson on there. So just mental max out. And we try to just constantly pour into people and just help people think things differently. Yeah, that's so good. And I hope that all of you that have listened in on this conversation have a better understanding of what it takes to to really enjoy the process, falling in love and setting and achieving uh, measurable goals in your life. So we uh, are grateful again for this time that we've had together. We'll see you next time on Framework Leadership. Thank you.